Welcome to Raw and Radiant, the podcast that ignites your spirit and empowers your soul. Are you ready to embark on a transformative journey? Here we give other women permission to embrace their truth, to find the courage to choose themselves first. Because guess what? You are not alone. This podcast is your guiding light, unveiling the path to self-discovery and discovering your soul's deep desires. It's time to realize that you are so worthy of living a life you've always dreamed of. Together, we'll shed light on what truly sets your soul on fire and give you a massive permission slip to choose you. With soul-led conversations, we aim to impact millions of lives. We're here to inspire you to live your authentic story with zero regrets. We believe that real change happens when you're being held in a safe space of love and support. We will be walking alongside you shoulder to shoulder and encouraging you to be bold in the face of fear. Join us in this massive journey of empowerment and courage. Together, we'll illuminate your inner spark, empowering you to embrace the radiant light within and show you how magical you are. It's time to unleash your potential and make a difference in this world. Are you ready to step into the raw and radiant version of you? I am so excited for all of you to be back here for another episode of Raw and Radiant. I am your host, Victoria Starr, and I am here with my dear friend, Kelsey Nicole. Kelsey and I have been in each other's lives for several years now, um, walking the path of this spiritual awakening, this journey of being this soul on this earthly plane in these human meat suits and experiencing life. And before we started recording this episode, we connected one another and just feeling the light that's from Kelsey and this beautiful golden glow that I now witness within her as I'm talking to her in the Zoom room. But knowing that there's no computer screen between us, it's literally our energy bodies in the same space. And knowing, too, that I got to hold her in the safe, supportive space several years ago in breathwork teacher training. She wasn't necessarily one of my mentees, but I had the opportunity to see and witness the darkness wash out of her and then this light come full body into her existence. Like it's giving me full body goosebumps right now. So thank you all so much for being here. And Kelsey, thank you so much for being here and being on the show. Thank you so much. It is such an honor. It's such an honor to be here. Thank you. You're so welcome. So I just want to bring in the space too. At the time of this recording, we are both in Mexico. I am in Baja. Yeah. And you are? I'm in Puerto Escondido. You're in beach town in Oaxaca. Yeah, you're in the mainland, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the last time we spoke on the phone, you were not in Mexico. You were in the U.S. and you were living a whole different life than what you are now. And um, let's just drop into this space where you are now. Tell me, like, I can physically see where you are, but tell the listeners, like, what your surrounding is like and bring them into this space and the, all the goosebumps where I can visually see where you are. Yeah. So 
I am living in paradise and it's because I found the inner paradise first within me that it then reflected out into my external reality. But I am, I am living the life of my dreams, like, Mm. but better than I ever thought possible. So there's that piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you dream a dream and then God surprises you with bonus things that <laughs> you're like, whoa. <laughs> I live in a tree house. Like what? <laughs> what? What's but a tree like, house? What is a tree house? Coolest tree. Like? <laughs> so there's this enormous 80-year-old Wakaste tree. I might be pronouncing that wrong. But it's she's this wise woman, huge, gorgeous tree, and they built a foundation. And it's a three-bedroom. There's a bathroom, an open outdoor kitchen, open living space, hammocks. Mm. So sunny, but also since we're elevated, it's not too hot. Like, we're just so lucky. I just feel so lucky. Mm. This beautiful view, there's green all around me. And how close are you to the ocean? Like a five-minute walk. That's magic. 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 The food is amazing. So fresh. Yeah. Um, And I feel at home and I feel at peace after a really, really long journey. Yeah. Yes. So... That sounds completely magical. Like you have the sunshine and you have the blue sky, everything. The colors are so much more vibrant, right? Yeah. And the air is crisper and like you, you can't help but come into your physical body, come into your soul and allow things to just like percolate and open and just be renewed. So just moving through your story, like take us through, like I went into a deep dive onto your Instagram, your story. So if you feel called, please share your story, what you went through, how we met. And and so tie that piece together too, because like you're living this magical freaking life that a whole lot of people would love to live. But there is a story. There is a journey to have gotten here. Oh, yeah, quite, quite, quite the journey. So for some context, when I was about 20 years old, I began a relationship with someone who I was then in a relationship with for almost 11 years. So from when I was about 20 to 31, I lived in Italy with this Italian partner. He was from Italy. My whole life was in Italy. And then when I was about 25, I I woke up spiritually. And so suddenly I was on the path of personal growth and spirituality and entrepreneurship all at the same time because I started my first business, affiliate marketing at 25. So over time, as we grew through our 20s and especially into our 30s, we became very different people on very different paths we wanted different things from life and he was not making me a priority in his and I went on a whole journey of self-reclamation reclamation of my own self-love and the next layer and level of my self-worth 
to admit that to myself. And it honestly felt like I was more of a roommate who we didn't like very much and like just being tolerated. And yet my whole life was there with him in Italy. Then it was this security net or safety net. You know, his family was my family. The land was a part of me, the culture, the lifestyle, the food, the language. And after all those years, it had really become my home. I honestly felt more Italian than I did American or anything else. And yet I was so miserable that I would cry myself to sleep. And there was a period where I was crying myself to sleep almost every night. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't ignore that anymore. And I gaslit myself for so long. Like I would daydream about breaking up and ending things with him. And then the doubt would take over and I would feel insane for even considering it. And then one night, on one of those nights, I was in bed, just sitting with myself, deep in sadness, just wondering what the heck do I do? And I hear this voice from within my own heart, like a pure angelic voice of love. Mm. And it said, follow your heart. Mm. And it was as clear as day, Victoria. Like, I was shook. I was like, what <laughs> just happened? I, that is, nothing has ever happened like that for me before. Mm-hmm. And, and that was undeniable. Mm. And it just stopped me in my tracks. My jaw dropped and I like, gasped. I was like, like, oh. I have goosebumps, Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. And in that moment, yeah, go ahead. No, just full body goosebumps listening to you. Like I can hear, I can viscerally hear that follow your heart within my own head. Yeah. Within my own heart, what you're saying. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. And so like in that moment, in that pause, it was like time stopped. I was so still. And I said, thank you. I will. And the crying stopped. And the crying stopped because I finally acknowledged the truths that I already knew within. So, so often we experience inner tor- inner, inner conflict, inner tor- turmoil, <laughs> because we're not listening to the truth we already know. We're not allowing ourselves to admit or accept the hard truth because it would mean Something would have to change. And in this case, everything would have to change. Mm-hmm. So Your whole life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, your intuition, I always say, is the roadmap to the life of your dreams. If only you remember your courage and choose to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So your intuition is only as strong, as powerful as your willingness to surrender to it. Mm, that's key because right there. The willingness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the willingness. Yeah. Because it's work is not to be, you know, like all sweet and gentle. Yeah. You know, 
it can it can be a gentle voice, but really like, and and there will always be those gentle nudges and pulls, but they they will get louder and louder if you ignore them, right? Right. And it its main work is to help you wake up to to like so that you know what it knows. It wants you to know, wants you to accept it, wants you to admit, and it's not going to let you off the hook. Mm-hmm. And that's why the the heart led path is the path of the ultimate growth, because there's no turning away from that inner truth. What's an actual yes for you? What's an actual no for you? Even when it's inconvenient, even when no one else will understand, even mm-hmm. if it means breaking someone else's heart and breaking your own and changing your whole life. But yeah. what's true will always be what's good. What's the highest good for all? Yeah. 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 So you, you chose you. Yeah. Chose you. You listened to your heart. You, you left that relationship and then take us to like, you left Italy. Like that sounds so juicy and so romantic that you're with an Italian lover and yeah. But yet you are breaking, you are broken inside. You're so disconnected from self. And now you chose you. And how was that? It it wasn't easy to step away. I know 100% it wasn't easy to step away. But take us from you stepped away, you chose you, and you, you came back to the States. Yeah. So... I left. It was the hardest thing that I've ever had to do. But the moment that it was done, I felt such immense relief. I cried the whole plane ride home. I watched the Disney movie Spirit. I don't know if you've ever seen with the horses, but it's all about like coming home to the wild. And it resonated so deeply. Um, There were so many messages from Spirit and in that film. and just me choosing it on that plane ride home coming home to my own true nature and honoring that truth within and yet (sighs) this is a whole a whole nother thing now so that relationship was very much my safety net in many ways including financially because I was mainly financially dependent on that partner and it was only upon exiting that relationship that I could break out of those codependency patterns and heal them. Mm. So I went to my parents' house in the U.S. My plan was to stay for maximum, figure out where I wanted to go. My plan was to travel and do the digital nomad lifestyle, which had always been a dream of mine. Mm-hmm. I got home to the U.S. I used the last money I had to go to the breathwork teacher training graduation weekend, which is where I met you, mm-hmm. because plot twists, <laughs> you people already know, but like this whole time, the past eight weeks, I'm doing my breathwork teacher training. And I believe that it was very much um, had to do with, you know, that me being able to make that decision very much had to do with me stepping into my leadership from that program, from that training and going on my own inner journey through my breath, deep into my body, into healing my nervous system and everything. So, yeah, and, 
And that that just to give context to the listeners is that you and I physically met in Austin, Texas in breathwork teacher training. Yeah. And that immersive weekend was a cracking open even more as peeling back more layers. You left a relationship that was gut-wrenching. It was hard. It was codependent. It 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 kept you small. And yes. you came into this weekend unknowing what you're going to get into and unknowing how much healing you were going to experience, how much growth you were going to experience. And that's the beauty of, I mean, of, of breath work in itself. But you even took it further and did this immersive eight week and it's now 10 week, this immersive eight week journey even deeper into self. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so I I still to this day don't have words for that weekend. Life changing. I came back changed person on top of the world, such high energy. I felt taller. And I even remember you saying to me something about, you know, Kelsey, you look 10 feet taller. And I was like, I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was just a beautiful thing to witness. Like I said, just you, you glowed. You glowed and so many other people glowed in that room too. But what stood out to me is that you came into that weekend as, and I don't, I don't use this in a, in a negative, bad way, but you were very meek and very shy. And then when you walked out, you're like, here I am, world. <laughs> yes. Watch out, here I come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's really interesting because when I got back then to my parents' house and for context, my parents are narcissists. So it was a toxic situation, a toxic environment. And I had to really fight to keep that light. And I got stuck. And Oof. I got stuck in the lion's den. Yeah. Stuck so much that you called in another partner that was going down that same path. Yeah. Th that partner was a narcissist also. Yeah. Yeah. Someone dated for three months. Mm -hmm. Ended up being a covert narcissist. So there was that grief. But yeah, just in the midst of so much grief from the ending of the 10-year relationship, reverse culture shock, not having enough money to get food, having to go on food stamps, isolated without a car. You know, my parents' house is in the middle of nowhere. It's a 15-minute drive to get to the nearest grocery store. So I'm completely dependent on them now in that regard. And so it was very complicated. I experienced... A lot of bullying, threatening to like have the car taken away, you know, when there was no other option. And it's November. We're about to face a long, cold winter. And you're 20, how old now? So now I'm at this time at my parents' house. This was last year. So I was 31. Okay. So they're still treating you like you're a child, like, ooh, we're going to punish yeah. you. So that's that's the role of what narcissists do is they take you into their web. 
like they'll they'll love on you and they'll treat you like with such kindness and such they'll just treat you like gold and then all of a sudden they switch yes and then that's that's when the bullying happens that's when you lose your self-worth again that's when the codependency comes you're never right there's there's gaslighting there's blaming blame shifting there's all these things that happen even even though it was your parents like it's the same thing whether you're in a dynamic with your parents whether you're a small child or an adult with your parents who are narcissists and a partner with that is a narcissist Mm, yeah and now you're even more stuck because now you have this different dynamics so take us you know take us through that journey please yeah so I didn't know what to do I so the way that I see it now having come out of it is that it was spiritual boot camp and I was sent there I believe to resolve all the unhealed inner child things that living so far away and only seeing my parents once a year for a week for Christmas I and everyone was on their best behavior and all that time and distance had me forgetting why it was so bad and why it was so hard growing up that I was not validating my inner child at all Mm -hmm. and so all of that inner child work was left undone so I went back I had to literally go back and face everything, face all my shadows Mm -hmm. and get to the root of why I would even be in this scenario, in a situation where I would have to go back there. Mm -hmm. And so getting really to the bottom, to the root of that deep unworthiness and in front of the people who who planted that within me, and there's no blame, but that's what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Is is to rise up and become stronger than I ever have been, and work through every single trial. Mm-hmm. So at the time, well, I decided to leave, and and that's a whole nother story. I, you know, would be facing threats or bullying or getting screamed at, yelled at in my face. Mm -hmm. And there would be no, like, I would be able to respond instead of react. Mm -hmm. I I would be able to hold myself Mm -hmm. and breathe and stay in my body and calmly speak back to my parents you know as if they were children and yeah yeah and yeah I mean it very much was a boot camp Kelsey like you here you are you come back from breathwork teacher training you're 10 feet tall your light is so bright and so vibrant and then you come back into the dark cave again and then like the universe God spirit divine whomever you believe in is like no you still have lessons to learn you still have healing because there is, as a child of narcissists, like there's so much shame and so much guilt and so much regret that those shadows are there. And without healing those shadows, you stay small, you st- stay trapped, you still stay in that box of that self-imposed 
box of safety when in reality it's not safe. It's just how you learn to survive in this universe, in this world. Yeah. Yeah. So you thought you came back from Italy. You thought you were going to be at your parents' house for a month. How long did you end up staying there? It's 10 months. 10 months. Your nervous system was fried again. Yeah. 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 I was doing breath work, the reset breath work, multiple times per week at one point, like every day, just trying to keep my head above water. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I would go on these long nature walks and just scream. Yeah. Scream out into the open fields. Yeah. Nature is very, very healing. There is no... Like if you can just tap into the senses and just ground yourself and like purge and let it go and let the let nature, let the earth absorb your pain and your sorrow and all of that, like you get to keep moving through and it keeps giving the earth gives you back that 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 strength and yeah. that knowingness. And then it cracks that that heart space open a little bit more and so that gives you that ability to to keep healing yeah to keep knowing that you're so freaking worth it oh my god yeah yeah so all right so about a year ago you 10 months now you're in this home and then what was the shift what happened there take us through that growth there was a moment where i got this download to do a 21-day self-love challenge. And I had been diving back into mirror work really as a way to connect deeper with myself alongside breath work to really look into my own eyes, validate myself, give myself the love that I needed every day. So I became so consistent. I doubled down on all the self-love practices on so disciplined with my morning rituals. I had to be because I had to show up and build this business so that I could make the money I needed and get out. Mm-hmm. But I had to stop viewing it as I need to get out. I need to get out. I need to get out. You know, why is it happening? Why is it happening? Why is it happening? Because I needed to find first real gratitude. And this kind of sounds messed up because I, I knew, of course, I'm I'm definitely getting out this is temporary like I see the lessons here that I'm meant to learn and I need to make sure that I don't lose my center I need to make sure that I don't lose my connection to spirit my connection to gratitude so that I will have more to be grateful for because if I was focused on everything that was going wrong and and how awful it was there and how poorly I was being treated. And well, if I allowed myself to ruminate and dwell in that, I would have never gotten out. So I had to be laser focused like while understanding and setting boundaries and being like, no, I don't deserve that. No, I don't deserve that. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do I deserve? I am going to make myself a priority. I am going to show up like I never had before. I'm going to take my business seriously like I'm actually going to build this thing the way that it deserves to be built because I'm worth it Mm. and so just programming myself every single day and you know still it's you're in that toxic environment you're going to be affected you know 
there right. were times there were dips for sure in my mental health and my energy. And the the biggest one of the biggest lessons I learned was about energy, because my capacity to receive new clients in that environment was very small. So that's mm-hmm. why I stayed stuck. So it came to this moment where I had to decide, like I, I had enough, enough. I don't have to be here. I had built up my self worth enough where I was like, I don't have to be here. What makes me think I have to be here? And I was not at that income yet where I could move out and get my own apartment and my own car and everything else. But I was like, even if it hasn't reflected in the external, it's in, it's in here. I just need to decide. The universe is waiting for me to decide so that then it can shift my reality and bring the things that I need, the resources, the people, the clients, the mentors to me. Mm-hmm. And so I found house sitting as this miracle. I didn't even, house sitting wasn't even on my radar. <laughs> one day I'm out for one of my long walks in nature and I start to, sometimes I receive psychic images and visions. I start to see this image of this beautiful white cottage surrounded by like lush nature in the middle of a forest with these big windows. And a couple weeks go by, I think a couple months may have gone by. It was like, I knew I would be living in this house somehow. I don't know. I didn't know how long or what was the deal with it, but it was a message from speech. Like, just keep going because there's this. Mm -hmm. One day I get a text from a friend of a friend and she's like, hey, I have this opportunity for house sitting. My friend is going on this long vacation and needs someone to come watch her three cats. And I was like, okay, let's go check it out. We go to check it out, Victoria. We pull up. It is the exact house Mm -hmm. that I saw in my image and the vision. Kelsey, that's just, that's so wild because I want to pause you here for a second because when you're in those narcissistic abusive relationships, that there's so much emotional toxicity that it's really hard to see that you're valuable and that you're worthy. And so you, you did the work, you continue to do the work and you continue to choose you and you keep, you continue to say, I mean, there's there's so many things that you came through here is like you change the perspective of like, I need to get out. I need to get out. But you gave the universe this knowingness of the gratitude of where you are, that you were able to leave Italy, that you're, the gratitude for being able to come back to a home. Right. And the gratitude for being able to heal all those patterns. Yeah. So you shifted that perspective of I need to get out to the gratitude of where I am. You created this energetic flow again. You created this energy within you that I saw in Austin. And then when you're in those those relationships, like you need to create this safe community, this community that sees the worth in you and that will hold you and keep you safe. And that's really, really important in those relationships. And so I want to bring forth that this this person that texted you this house sitting home, like that's a safe place. That's your community. That's your tribe. And so then you manifested or you brought forth, you you saw that this home is a way for me to get out. This is something that I can create this 
deeper gratitude of getting out. Yeah. Yes. And what that allowed me to do was open up that energetic capacity because there was no longer that projection of judgment, the projection of disgust, that toxic energy and all that stuff floating around. Like I'm a highly sensitive empath. So it was just me in the woods with internet and three cats. (laughs) (laughs) And it was awesome. And I was like, I forgot how it feels to to be fully like energetic because in that toxic environment spend so much time and energy on on self-maintenance on self-care on building yourself up whereas when you're in a neutral environment yes you still get to do your self-care but the the momentum stacks and builds yeah right it it's it's calming the nervous system. It's all coming back to calming the nervous system. When you're in that toxic environment, the nervous system is in this constant fight, fight, fawn, freeze. And you just, it's like that is, and, and then you have to hold that space of like, I'm okay. I'm worth, I'm worth this. I'm just going to respond. And then that creates more. And now you're sitting magically in the woods. Your nervous system is able to come back online and this calm and in this peace and tap into the knowingness of the beauty that's around you and create more gratitude and fill up more energetic opportunity to receive. Yes. Yeah. So how long were you in the home? That was, I think, a two-week house sitting. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to my parents' house. So there was a lot of moving around. But once I knew about house sitting, I was like, I could make this a thing. Mm -hmm. And so through actually my mentors who I was working with at the time, because another part of the story, which I just want to touch on really quick, is the 21-day self-love challenge. I almost didn't do it. Mm. I was so close to not doing it. You were facilitating this. Yes. It was me going live in a Facebook group every day for 21 days to help these women come to self-love and I would be doing the practices alongside with them and you know deeper versions of the mirror work and breath work and all of that but I did it and because I did it I got a client from that and then she went on to work with me inside my higher level container and so because I said yes to again what my heart was saying my heart wanted to do the 21 day self love challenge it was a download it was a gift that i was meant to bring through mm-hmm. and because i said yes to that despite the fear and the doubt the fear and the doubt came along for the ride with me mm-hmm. that's the thing like people are are waiting to fulfill their dreams you know and and they're waiting for things to happen but i'm like You have to be willing to make them happen, even with the doubt and the fear. Bring it along for the ride. It's not going anywhere. Right. It's not going anywhere. It's just another energy body that's coming along. And the more that you can step into that fear and the more that you can step into or pass the fear, you create more courage. You create that trust in yourself, that worth in yourself. And it's like the snowball effect, right? Yes. And so because I got that high level client, it allowed me to hire business mentors, which 
I was able to work with for two whole months and it changed the game in my business at like completely. And so many, so much support and guidance and ideas that I really needed at the time. Like they really carried me through a time where I was being psychologically abused every day and just trying to figure out my life and my business. And 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 pause real quick, Kelsey, too. Those those two people, I know who they are. And those two people are part of your tribe. They're part of your community that you could trust them to lean into for more support. They hold you in such a space of love and compassion that you were able to keep blooming. You were able to keep showing up. Yeah. Yeah. And because of working with them, and it's Jess and Corey, we could just say it from the yeah. They gave me the idea of printing out a flyer for house sitting. And Corey goes, why don't you go and print out a hundred flyers, Kelsey, and put them in mailboxes so that you don't have to go back to your parents' house. And I was like, what? Why didn't I think of this? This is amazing. So I went and I I printed hundreds of copies. I I borrowed my dad's car because in rural Connecticut, it's like you drive 10 minutes, you park, you get out, you put it in the mailbox, you drive another three minutes, you park, you get out, you put it in the mailbox. All the houses are really spaced out. I did this for hours, multiple days, multiple days, multiple days. And it was a really simple flyer, but I started getting calls and texts from these people who needed house sitters. So I would then just stack them and I had multiple house sitting gigs. And that, again, helped my energy, helped my nervous system. Um, also, I just want to insert the importance of the the leap it takes to hire the mentors, even when it feels stretchy, because I needed to ensure, Victoria, that could have that solid foundation in my business so that I would be once I left, I knew I would never have to come back because I have the knowledge and because I have the momentum in my business. So it's like I needed to invest that even though it was going to like, quote unquote, hold me back financially. And I would still have to, you know, do the house sitting and move around and live in my parents and blah, blah, blah. But really what it was, if I hadn't have done that, I would have had to stay longer. Yeah. And I mean, so celebrating you for taking that courage and that and that trust and the knowing that those two people were able to guide you in your business to keep building and keep that momentum and keep that courage up and that trust up. And and what I mean, what a simple idea. Print off a hundred copies and put them in mailboxes. How old school is that? But it worked. Yeah. Right. And it worked. I got more and more house sitting. Um, and eventually I decided I, it was never going back to my parents' house. Mm. And there was maybe about a few days left in the current house sitting where I was at. And then I didn't know where I was going to go, but I knew that no matter what, I was never going back to that house. Mm. The line in the sand had been drawn and I stepped over it and I was like, never again. And it was a decision so, so, so strong, even though 
I didn't know where I was going to go. I didn't, I didn't have the income yet to go and get an apartment or get a hotel or whatever, you know, after just inserting really quickly, like after living in Italy for so long, I had lost touch with everyone in that town. I didn't know this was my hometown in Connecticut. I didn't know anybody there anymore. You know, my sister who still lives in Connecticut, her apartment is really tiny. So she could only host me for max couple of days. So it was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm ready to pitch a tent. I am ready to sleep outside. I would do anything. And the universe felt that, that that was like, because the, the, the power of a true decision cuts off all other possibilities. So then the universe has to align and create solutions for you. So often we're, we're waiting for the universe to create solutions and give us what we need, and then we'll decide. No, no, no. no. It's like you decide first, and then the universe matches that. Right. So once I made that decision, things just started dropping in. I got a week at a friend's house, this friend I had just made, and you know, it just was so a perfect miracle to stay in her extra bedroom for a week for free. And then I got another house sitting and then I stayed with my uncle and this was all leading up to me going to Mexico, which yeah. is a whole new story. <laughs> yes, I would I'm going to be super mindful of the time, but I do want you to tap into that story just real briefly. And I'm going to have you back so that you can share more of the unpacking and more of the healing and just really recognizing that spark for change within your life. You felt it. You leaned into it. Energetically, you opened up your heart, you opened up your body and you allowed the things, the universe to deliver. And so... Now take us, you real briefly give us the transition to what we brought forth in the beginning of this episode, where you are in Mexico, because it is a huge giant fucking leap that you took to leave Connecticut to go to Mexico. Yeah. 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 When I say I experienced fear, like, never, I don't think, I, never in my life have I been so scared. And yet, it was a calling, like from the deepest place within me. And I knew I had to go. I knew I wanted to go. I knew it was my highest path. And yet in order for me to take that leap and go, it was like I literally had to shed a version of self. And so that's why we get the wobbles and it feels like the whole body is trembling and the fear because we're going into the unknown to become a new person, a new version of self. You know, just like when I left Italy, once that plane landed, I was a different person. Once I got on that plane and it took off, I was a different person. And the same thing happened when I went to Mexico. But I was on the verge of booking my flight, going back and forth, sweaty palms, so scared, had just enough money to book the flight. And then I didn't really know what was going to happen, but I was like, I trust so much in this calling. Like it was a pull in my womb, in my heart. 
there was this inner knowing that everything was going to be okay. I just had to go. I just had to take the leap. And I had, you know, some clients actually like from the the house sitting and expanding that energetic capacity. And mm. I tripled the amount of clients that I had. And I was That's like, amazing. this is only going to get better. Yeah. And so it wasn't like I had zero coming in, but logically on paper, it did not make sense for me to go to Mexico. It was a huge risk. And I knew it. I was like, I could get stuck. I could get stuck in Mexico. And I do, I love to do this exercise called Fear Setting by Tim Ferriss, the author of The 4-Hour Work Week, where you go through the worst case scenario. And it's like, what would actually happen if if that did happen? You know, what's so scary about that? What could be the possible solutions for that? Who could you call? Who could who could help you in the case of an emergency? Like really get into the nitty gritty of like, why are you so afraid? Yeah. And then what if it works out? Get into the nitty gritty of that. What magic can happen if it works out? What because it can happen. Yeah. Because, yeah. it, I mean, it, it's all about stepping across that fear line because fear and anxiety and overwhelm is really a response to past patterns. It's not your current reality. It's really a response to what's happened in the past. And so your nervous system, your subconscious mind keeps you in that spiral or keeps you in that loop of staying safe, staying small and and not trusting your knowing and not trusting that there's so much more out there for you. So it's almost like you just came up and you drew the line in the sand again. And you're like, hell no, this isn't going to happen because that fear is leaning into I'm I'm choosing courage. Yeah. 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 So I booked a flight, sobbed. <laughs> yeah. I so hard. Like so many just joy like I couldn't believe I had made it like this dream that I had been hanging on to for for so long was finally coming true again just experienced so much fear leading up to it once I got on the plane at that moment where we were in the air right there's no going back <laughs> you can't get our no shoots <laughs> No parachute. Like you're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, holy fuck, what did I do? And then I felt this this trembling, this shaking in my core in my solar plexus. And it was like, and I just I don't know. My body's doing this, but this is what I felt. Yeah. So and I felt so so like describe I what this is, because if you can't see it, like, tell us yeah, what that so is. I'm taking my hands almost like I'm expanding and I'm reaching my hands out to my sides like I'm flying. Oh, and it, it it's like a cracking open. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt so powerful. And there's these tears just streamed down my face during that flight. And... I, I landed a different person and I spent the next couple weeks, not going to lie, it, so many ups and downs of, 
of the wobbles and the fear and then there's just immense joy and freedom and freedom freedom kelsey that's what i'm feeling from you it's like this you landed in mexico and it's this this freedom this weight came off your shoulders it came you you like you opened up that crack that portal within your your sternum and you just popped through the other side and you landed and you're like i'm here world i'm here i'm even taller than 10 feet yes yeah and then i had my highest income months in my business to date Mm. every month that i've been here has Mm. been bigger than the last a few weeks into being here i meet jordan he goes by george who's my partner Mm -hmm. and that was another cracking open oh my goodness yeah Um, more more peeling back like it's it's those triggers that you're so used to being in a relationship that those triggers that from the trauma of the past that you're so fearful of, but you've done so much work on yourself and on your inner self that you can see when the trigger comes up, you can acknowledge it and you go, hey, let's lean into that. Let's see where that's coming from. Let's breathe through that. Let's love on ourselves some more and know that we can rewrite that story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I had never felt so safe and seen and heard and just cherished like loved mm, that's and so, so sweet yeah my heart it, is so happy for you thank you it was a journey to let that in and to allow myself to be held and loved like that and it took me a while to fully accept all of these blessings I went through wobbles with that as well where and then it's and it's yeah. a conti- it's a continual like the wobbles won't be gone with like, each new level of of success of of whatever it is that you're falling in in your life it's like yeah yeah for sure yeah like this this healing path and this growth path is not linear it's not a flat line because without the highs and without the lows like we can't experience that joy we can't experience that true happiness without the lows of of you know just shutting down or without the lows of of not knowing who we are we can't go within self to heal again to shed another layer again to evolve even bigger and brighter more for the world more for you more for your relationship yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm just so happy that that you kept choosing you and that you kept stepping into that fear and that you continue to do that. And so oh, tell us, again, I want to be mindful of the time you and I could go on and on. I know we could sit in a coffee shop in Mexico. No, there's so much just, more. I know we, yeah. could, we could keep diving in and tell the listeners, tell my listeners, my community, like what are you doing now as far as your gifts for the world and, and what you're offering and you know, who you're showing up for. Yeah. Well, as your listeners may know, I'm a certified breathwork facilitator and a coach. And I mainly help women really come home to themselves, radically reclaim self-love, 
Mm. step into their worth, live. So I offer one-to-one breathwork sessions. I offer a high-level six-month mentorship, the Embodied and Unstoppable Feminine, Mm. where we dive deep into balancing the masculine and feminine energetics within. It is a deep dive into the self, into feminine energy, really reclaiming your body and your energy as yours Mm. and finding that that confidence from within surrendering to the heart-led path and all of the beautiful journeying that happens with that so it's for mainly highly sensitive or empaths who are on this journey of leadership and stepping into the spotlight or learning to speak their truth, whether it's in person, in relationships, or online. Mm -hmm. And so clients will naturally just begin to speak to take up more space because, you know, I believe that once you become one with God, with source, and learn the skill set of allowing yourself to be loved unconditionally, Additionally, by your higher power. And and this is really something that completely saved me during those 10 months at my parents' house as well, was really leaning on allowing yourself to receive the messages from spirit, to ask for them and receive them and be in communication, be in an intentional relationship with the divine, just like you would be in an intentional relationship with yourself or with a partner, with a friend, mm-hmm. you know, really setting time aside each day to, and I call it prayer. I've reclaimed the word God for myself, separate from religion. Like went on a whole journey of healing that religious trauma. And I, yeah, just let it in yourself be led by this higher force. Yeah, I want to acknowledge, Kelsey, that our internet connection is a little spotty right now. So I know you gave some really beautiful, juicy nuggets within there of of per- giving oh, okay. women permission slip to love themselves, giving women the permission slip to seek God, universe, source, divine, whatever you speak to. And really, I love the fact that you brought in like healing your own your own stories with the word God separate from religion. So that's another time that we can have this conversation again. But before we go, I want to ask you a question. And it's a question that I ask all my guests that are on Raw and Radiant. It's a little vulnerable and it's raw and it allows us to see the radiance within you. So the question is, is if you could go back to a younger self, at what age and what would you tell yourself? So what's coming through is little me at age eight. And I would tell her, keep drawing those palm trees, little girl, because one day you're literally going to be surrounded by them. Mm. Ooh, I love that for her. Thank you for that. And just drop in where my listeners can find you, where they can follow you. Yeah, so I'm on Instagram, this.is.kelseynicole. 
And my website is kelseynicoleembodiment.com. Yeah, I have some freebies, so free meditation downloads as well. Yeah, I saw that. I'm going to be diving into into the nighttime one. So that's such a gift for you to offer those free um, to both of our communities. So again, thank you so, so much for being on here. And I am so grateful for our paths to cross cross in Austin and again over time and as we both grow and as we both evolve. So again, thank you, Kelsey, for being on here and just shining your light and giving the listeners just this gift of seeing and witnessing the dark hearing the dark and now witnessing and seeing the light that's within you and knowing Mm -hmm. that there is growth and there is evolution for all of us so thank you for being that light thank you thank you so much raw and radiant is edited and produced by media unscripted your one-stop shop for all things podcast production management and growth you can find out more about them at mediaunscripted.com especially for those of you looking to start, launch, or grow your own show. Thank you, beautiful soul, for joining me and having the courage to live raw and radiant. If this podcast has moved you and lit a spark within you, or if you know someone who could benefit from its transformative power, I encourage you to share it with them. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Your questions and ideas fuel this show's heartbeat. I want to hear what resonates with you, what topics you crave, and what burning questions you desire to have answered. Together, we create a safe space where women's stories empower and inspire us, reminding us that we're never alone in this journey. Giving back is effortless and immensely impactful. Please leave Raw and Radiant a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Your words have the power to ignite change and empower others to embrace their raw and radiance. Thank you for being an integral part of this transformative community. Your support means the world to me.